Coming to you live from my office here at University of Nebraska-Lincoln, it's Trio 30 Talks, and I'm the host who is looking forward to the school year to start. Two-week countdown is on until our students come for orientation. Your host, Brian Stutz. Uh, and today we have a great opportunity to learn all about our fraternity and sorority life here on campus. In case you're interested in getting involved and learning more about what they'll have to do. Uh, FSL, welcome. How are you all doing today? Great. Doing all right today. <laughs> Fantastic. That's great. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I know uh, the summer has been up and down uh, in heat and in the uh, amount of work, I'm sure. Uh, but hope you've had some rest before this uh, year just comes up here. Uh, but yeah, welcome. If you all could just uh, introduce yourselves and let the people know uh, who you are and kind of what your role is in uh, with uh, fraternity and sorority life. Perfect. I will go first. Hello, everybody. John, um, I am the assistant director of fraternity and sorority life here. Primary role is working with our interfraternity council, which is uh, um, our, our men's organizations here on campus. All right, greetings, everyone. My name is Kenji Madison, Service Assistant Director in uh, Fraternity Story of Life, but also a liaison role with uh, Big Red Resilience and Wellbeing. So what I do is I tie in our uh, Fraternity and Sorority Life members uh, with the opportunity just to serve, learn, and engage in our resilience efforts uh, on campus, just to help them to be more empowered to take care of self and others. Hi everyone, my name is Quinna Hogan. I use she, her pronouns. Um, I also serve as an assistant director for fraternity sorority life. Um, my primary role is over our multicultural Greek council and our national Panhellenic council, um, which are our organizations that primarily represent um, our African-American, Latinx, um, Asian Pacific Islander communities. Well, thank you all. Uh, again, these are the people here that you're going to go, if you're interested in joining Fraternity Story Life, you're going to want to contact and, and get in touch with uh, to learn more information. But hopefully the, all the information here today, you'll learn something and be able to uh, figure out if this was something you want to get involved with as you start uh, your journey this uh, fall here at UNL. Okay, I'll kick us off, everybody. Um, the University of Nebraska's fraternity and sorority community is uh, one thing and one thing only. It's four governing councils, but we're one large community here on campus and uh, have been here quite a while. And uh, as us as employees of the student, we are here to serve our students to make sure that they have an experience or someone who would like to join our organization has an experience that they can take with them for the rest of their lives. Our office, oh, there we go. Go for it, Quinna. You want this one. All right, so a little bit of history about um, fraternity and sorority life at UNL. Um, we have been around for a really long time, just about as long as the university has been on campus. So our first IFC chapter was established in 1875. And then if you hop over to the next one, you'll see that our Panhellenic organizations um, were started in 1884. We had our 
first, very first MPHC organization started in 1916. Um, and then in 1986 is when we first started having conversations about our MGC organizations. Um, and they started in 19, ooh, don't quote me on this, but it was 1998, I believe. Wow, that's a lot of history there for you guys. Seventy-five, <laughs> the first fraternity. That's a long time. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So as everyone sees, we have a thriving community of fraternity and soy life members here on this campus. And that number is growing steadily. So right now we are hovering a little above 4,600 members here in this community. And this these members obviously span all kinds of different uh, cultural backgrounds, beliefs, and systems. That's what makes this community so beautiful is that you have members that come from all circles of life, from different places all over this country and outside of this country who come together under this guise of fraternity and sorority life. That's what makes this so empowering, but also so personal to each and every member who joins an organization is that you have something not only to help you thrive while you're on campus, but lo and behold, all three of us, myself, John and Quinna, remain engaged in our fraternity and sorority organizations beyond the college experience. That's what makes this a, a, a beautiful experience for all students who come to be a part of it. So looking at it by the numbers, Kenji touched off on the 4,600 students that we have. Um, also around campus, both on East Campus and on Main Campus, we do have uh, organizations that have facilities that are privately owned um, by a, an alumni corporation board, what we like to call them, a housing alumni corporation board. With that, we can house uh, 1,900 residents uh, that goes above and beyond what is uh, available in the residence halls. Uh, currently, we have 54 chapters at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and um, we are going to be adding a couple more chapters in the next couple of years. So hopefully we can get up to 56. Um, we have 32 living units. Um, we rec represent about 24% of the undergraduates, so one in every four students as part of the fraternity and sorority community. Um, what we talked about, four councils, but one community, and uh, we are very proud of um, what they have accomplished over the, the many years. All right, so let's get into some of these values. Um, so as you see, most places on campus, you will also find that everybody has a subset of values that they hold near and dear to them. Um, and fraternity and sorority life is no different. Um, so one of the, I would say, biggest components of fraternity and sorority life is academic achievement. So as you can see on this slide, um, our all Greek um, GPA is a 3.435 um, versus the university GPA, which is a 2.850. So when you think about scholarship being a key principle um, in regards to being a part of the fraternity and sorority life, you get that. You get your uh, housemade or chapter made study buddies um, because when you think about being um, in different colleges, being in different majors, you get all of that in one area, but also you get to study together. Like who doesn't like to do that, right? Um, when we think about civic engagement, this is where um, you'll learn about philanthropies, you'll learn about community service and advocacy. You get all of that from the fraternity and sorority life experience. Um, each organization has their own philanthropy that they like to give to each year. 
Um, as far as community service, um, you'll find oftentimes there are opportunities from our office, from other campus partners to be able to do some community service that you can engage in. Um, and our organization individually will also have opportunities for the community also to do some community service. And then advocacy, um, I will say, um, advocacy has been a large part of our fraternity and sorority life community um, this past year with a lot of um, personal personal issues that people have found near and dear to them um, to, to gather in and have conversations about. So you'll find civic engagement is extremely important to our community. Um, Leadership development, like who doesn't want to be developed, right? Um, and so you really get a chance to hone your skills in in regards to being in chapter leadership, um, council leadership, and then also emerging leader programs that we have um, with our four councils. And so you get to learn how to be a mini CEO before you go off into the real world and actually become a CEO. Um, then when you think about community and belonging, now, as you can see, we have all four councils um, information down here in regards to how we retain our students. And so when you think about um, coming in as a freshman, not necessarily knowing any friends and wondering, did I make the right choice in my college decision? Well, if you join fraternity and sorority life, you can see that right at the bottom that we retain our students at high levels versus not being a part of our community. And lastly, but certainly not least, um, we have inclusive excellence. Um, we do believe, and I'm not even reading off the slide, but I'm going to tell you, we do believe that every single person will find and can find a home within fraternity and sorority life. As um, John mentioned and Kenji mentioned, all three of us are part of our organizations even now, right? And so we believe as a part of going through your college experience, you can find a home in fraternity and sorority life. Um, regardless of which council you are a part of, you will find a home here. I just want to highlight again one more thing. That three, just so students remember, 3.485 uh, GPA uh, if students were, uh, or 3.435 GPA in, in uh, Greek life. I think that's really important, uh, especially we're kind of an academic program. And so if students are really struggling uh, and needing some extra support and maybe not that tutor that you don't really know is not really helping you out, uh, this is a great opportunity for our students to kind of get in there, uh, feel like a connection to other people on campus, but then also achieve at a high level as, a pair, as compared to other students. So just wanted to make sure students saw that and, and, and re-emphasize that uh, for our students. So thank you. And Brian, I think that that dovetails great into what we start talking about our commitment to well-being, because even looking at it from grades and all these other things, inclusive excellence, uh, leadership, we are here to change the narrative about how people view fraternity and sorority life. Uh, it, it's more than turning bottles upside down and parties and things of that nature. Uh, we're here to grow uh, as men, as women, or whoever it is that you identify to grow into better people. And that is our commitment to each and every member and ourselves as leaders in this community. So we make this commitment to overall well-being. And this spans from academic achievement to, to all the way to spiritual, to uh, career, everything in between. We look at all these aspects of well-being and we encourage our members as we see it to just to be intentional about well-being, not just a check in the box, 
But every day you get up and as you go through the day and when you lay your head down on the pillow is that you are constantly thinking about how can I be better? But also, am I paying attention to the brother or sister to my left, right, front and rear? That is the beautiful thing about fraternity and sorority life is that indeed we are each other's keeper. And that's what we are trying to emphasize with our members here. This isn't a solo conquest, but we get through together and we help them to be self-aware, make connections, uh, because what a shame would it be to join an organization and still feel disconnected. So we make connections with a diverse group of individuals. Uh, think about it from an NPHC standpoint, which I'm a member of, we may quote unquote look the same, but we have different beliefs, come from different backgrounds, but our joint venture into our organization brings us together as one. And we may not agree on anything except what's under the uh, umbrella of the organization, but it's still a beautiful thing. And we're still brothers and we're still sisters because of it. And then that obviously contributes to just an overall culture of caring and well-being in our community, a culture of it. That is what we are emphasizing. That's what we are trying to change amongst all of our organizations and its members, that this is a part of our culture. Uh, when I was an undergrad back in 95, thank you, John, because you were there too. Uh, the culture of fraternity and sorority life was different there. Uh, but now we're making this change here because we're trying to hang a star over that. These organizations and all of these members are here for the betterment of not only self, but each other. One thing that we always ask that uh, students look at as they become interested in joining one of our great organizations is they take a peek at our community scorecards. About three years ago, we were asked to put scorecards together that give an aggregate look at what our fraternity and sororities have accomplished through hard data, meaning things that, that we can tangibly look at and pull data from that explain or give a piece of the picture of each one of these organizations. So we ask our students to take a look at these community scorecards. Um, what you'll find on it is um, all of our organizations. You'll find the number of members, the number of interests and new members that they've had per semester. You will find their, uh, their cultural makeup in each of their groups. So we, we put the diversity within each one of our organizations and how that diversity is built within these organizations. We take a look at their um, graduation rates, uh, the graduation rates for four year and their graduation rates for six year. So you can kind of take a look. You see what the GPA is and how it breaks down in the chapter. How many individuals that were uh, at or below a 275 and those that were above or at a 3.5. So you can see the, the, the percentage and you can really kind of take a look at where a chapter is and kind of looking at that and reading between the lines of what kind of organization it is and how it really stands for um, excellence within this community. So. Please take a look at that community scorecard. It is available. Um, the latest edition of that community scorecard will be up at the end of this week for our spring 2021. All right, so now we get to the real juicy stuff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so when we think about um, why you are joining Greek Life, um, these are the three things that we thought were probably the most important things for you to know. So belonging, you're going to hear that all the time. We want you to belong, right? You will find people that are like-minded. There will also be your home away from home. So like, as an example, I've been a member of my organization for seven years, right? I can today call up on any one of my older members and say, hey, 
can you help me with da 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 da? Right? They become your family. Um, literally, my mom thinks of my line sisters as her adopted children, right? Because they they really do become a part of your family. When you think about academics, you'll find support not only from the members of the organization, you'll find support from your advisors for the chapter, you'll find support from our office. So when you have issues or anything like that, you'll find support there. And then when you think about leadership opportunities, there are so many opportunities for leadership um, and not even just at a local level here at the university, but thinking about serving at a national or international level for an organization. There's opportunities for more leadership programs with your that individual organization that you might be interested in. Um, there's even, from the university standpoint, there's opportunities that you can serve um, as leadership for your council to the university. And so there's a lot of opportunities here to learn what type of leader you are um, and different things like that to prepare you when you leave the university. So how do we join? How do, how do you join one of these wonderful organizations? So we see with IFC or Interfraternity Council, recruitment occurs primarily during the summer we will have over 100 open events that take place throughout the summer, usually held by the chapters. You will be most likely uh, to be invited to multiple events. So you can have your pick of these events that you can uh, join in to learn more about the organizations, to meet new people. It's just a wonderful opportunity. Regardless of what happens at the end, uh, you've had the opportunity just to meet new people. Now, we have in-semester recruitment as well that takes place and to join you have to receive a bid from a chapter. So you show dual interest, you receive a bid, and then you go forward with that membership process. So as we see, the biggest note there at the bottom, visit multiple chapters to find the one for you. Uh, Quinn alluded to that earlier. Find the one that meshes with you. Uh, these are all different organizations with different values, different tenants, and the members you may jive with on one uh, thing and then on another one, not so much. So figure out which one works best for you. That is okay. The beautiful thing about joining something is that you have control over what you want to join. Um, it's okay to do that. So do your due diligence when you become interested in these organizations. Not to put you on the spot here, but is uh, there any more summer events uh, uh, for IFC this upcoming uh, before our school year starts? There will be. If you check the, our website, unl.edu slash Greek, we do put all of our events on our calendar. And we also put the contact information from the organizations that are hosting events, and we will update those as we get events from our chapters rolling right into the fall semester. Perfect. All right. So yeah, if you haven't if you haven't started getting involved yet, uh, and you're interested in uh, in their uh, fraternity council, now's your chance to look at the website there. Thank you. Do it. Thanks, John. So with our multicultural Greek council, we see it there. Intake can occur either in the spring or fall semester. Prospective new members. Now, Quinn is here and she should have went ahead and ran with this, but uh, you must attend a Multicultural Greek 101. The last person that you want knocking on your door saying that you didn't show up is, is Quinna. So if you're interested in Multicultural Greek Council, and I'm going to preface this and say NPHC also, you're going to have the same standard. You must attend a Multicultural Greek 101. This just helps you learn what the council is about, what is entailed into all these processes, 
just so there are no gray areas as you come interested into these organizations. You must be a full-time UNL student with at least 12 credit hours. And the asterisk is there because specific organizations may uh, ask for more, some may be less. Uh, there's a consistent community service hours. These are a service organizations. Yes, they are Greek lettered organizations, but the emphasis, as my father would say, is on community service. Uh, we serve the greater good. And you must have a college GPA of 2.5 or higher. And those organizations, those chapters here can designate if they want that to be higher. Uh, again, this is not party central. We are here to be better as people. Uh, this is an educational uh, institution and we are here to study and to be better scholastically. And these organizations are supposed to help drive these students in that way. So you must regularly attend events hosted by the council and or chapter throughout the year. Why join the chapter if you're not going to be engaged? That, that is that. I might have to uh, go to this um, multicultural Greek 101 just so I can learn a little bit more. So uh, sign me up uh, so I can learn some more on that. Uh, that sounds... Uh, like a good time and that way I can uh, help recruit some more students for you too uh, that might be coming through our office. The, uh, the GPA requirement, uh, they have, uh, so first year students, are they able to still go to these things even though they don't really have a GPA with the university? That's just more of like, uh, you need to maintain that uh, in the next upcoming semesters and so forth. Good question, Brian. I'm so glad that you asked it. So some of our organizations do allow first time freshmen. Um, in the case that they, the national organization has advised that they allow first-time freshmen to join, um, those students would need to send Quinna Hogan, so Quinna at unl.edu, an email with their high school transcript. Good, and I'll finish up with, with uh, take it, yeah, there you go with the National Panhellenic Council, NPHC, usually houses our black Greek letter organizations. Quinta is a member and I uh, as well. And the intake can occur either in the spring or fall semesters. Prospective new members again, there you see, but this time it is Black Greek 101. Uh, that is also through Quinta. She will be your contact for that. Must be a full-time UNL student with at least 12 credit hours. And generally our black Greek letter organizations uh, can go through this membership process uh, in your sophomore year. Uh, that's usually the tenant that is uh, sent down from our nationals. Consistent community service hours, that, that's just, that, that's what it is. Uh, you must have a collegiate GPA of 2.5 or higher. And again, the double asterisk is because the chapters can designate if they want that to be higher. Uh, you must regularly attend events hosted by the council and or chapter throughout the year. Kenji, why do you stress that again? Well, because why join an organization if you're not gonna serve the greater good? Uh, that's the bottom line to it. We don't just put on letters because they make you look good. No, uh, they're supposed to enhance uh, who you are as a parent, as a person. You do that by serving others. And um, Brian, um, MGC and MPHC are also having events this fall. Um, so one of the first events that they are having is on August 21st, 2021 at 730 there will be a Students of Color Social that'll be open to all faculty, staff, and students of color um, at the Multicultural Center, which is the Jackie Gon Center in the Oasis Lounge. It'll be at 7.30. Our hope is that you meet friends and then y'all all go to party at the union all together. 
That is a hope. Um, so that's one of the first events um, that they will be having on campus is on August the 21st. Um, and then the second event that they will have is the back to school block party, which is September 3rd. It's on a Friday. So come on out, have some fun with all the organizations on campus. Okay, our last um, governing council is our Panhellenic Association. Our Panhellenic Association recruitment is open to ladies or those who identify as ladies. Um, it is a registration process though, so you need to register. That registration has closed on the 30th, but if you have an interest, a deep interest in going through this process, I think we know someone that can probably squeeze you in and make sure that you can go through the recruitment process. Um, it will take first, it's primary recruitment, which occurs the school week or the week before school begins or courses begin. Um, it is uh, a five-day process. A couple of those days are virtual. Um, anybody that does have commitments, band, trio orientation, um, William H. Thompson, um, athletes, things like that. We do work around your schedule so that you can still have an opportunity to be part of our community. Um, we truly stick by what we say when there is a community and a spot for everybody. We will find that spot and we will work every as hard as we can to make sure that you can get into that spot. Um, after formal recruitment ends, which is that uh, Friday on the, I believe it's the 20th of August, um, we will then uh, open up into what we call continuous open recruitment, which is recruitment opportunities that are throughout the entire year. This will be for some of our organizations. Not all of our organizations are actually going to be part of that process, but there's still opportunities within our Panhellenic uh, uh, associated chapters that you can find a home. Um, yeah, take a look at our lookbook. There's a lookbook online, once again, at unl.edu slash Greek, find the Panhellenic Council. Navigate yourself through all of the buttons and you will find what the lookbook is, all of the fun information, uh, estimated set of costs, some fancy photos, anything and everything that meets your eye, we have on our website. So hope that you will join us. Okay, so we have some traditions um, that take place um, within our community. So homecoming, homecoming is a big tradition um, that um, our students participate in. Um, and so if you see them around, um, you'll probably like during homecoming, you'll see them out in their letters, having a, having a blast, um, yard shows, um, and step shows are, are a big part of tradition in regards to our culturally based organizations. So MGC and MPHC, um, they participate in an art form, um, a dance art form called stepping or strolling. And you'll see that at those events. Um, one rule we always make sure we tell you, do not break the line when you see them doing mm -hmm. their thing. Mm -hmm. Also, do not repeat the calls mm -hmm. that they do when they are performing. Please. So those are two, two big rules. Just wanted to make sure you all knew that. Um, we also have what's called Greek Weekend. Last year, we had a lot of fun. Um, there's a, a lot of things that happen during Greek weekend, 
as far as community service. Um, they do what's called a limp sync battle against teams that we have with our 54 chapters. Um, they give blood. There's a lot of different things that happen during that weekend um, to have some friendly competition among the chapters. <laughs> um, and then there's a winner at the end of the weekend. Um, we have a game day experience, again, kind of sort of like tailgating. Um, they have some fun um, during game days for our Huskers where we cheer them on, woo woo. And then um, some of our chapters um, go on ski trips together um, and have some fun there on the slopes. And then we also have uh, new member reveals, um, which are also part of um, MGC and MPHC culture where new members of those organizations are revealed to the campus community as members of that organization. And group preview. Oh, uh, group preview yeah, go ahead, John. Okay. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, so Greek preview. So every year, um, all of our organizations have an opportunity in this spring semester to really kind of kick off the following year's recruitment. So for this March, we have a slated on the calendar, a Greek preview. Um, we do it for all four of our governing councils. It's a great time if you have interest to meet and understand each one of these processes that we have just put you through in the last half hour. Um, keep an eye out on our website for those dates. Uh, last year it was free to attend, but it is very informational and it's a great way to kind of give you the bit of background information if you're looking to join our organizations in the coming year. Well, thank you very much. Um, I, I do wanna just touch on just a, a few things for our students. Uh, a lot of our students are first generation college students, which they might not know a lot about fraternity and sorority life, uh, just you know, anecdotally speaking, but I want you all to know that, you know, don't think of uh, all the stereotypes that you hear about uh, Greek, um, and fraternity and sorority life. Here at UNL, we're put, they're putting in a lot of work to, uh, uh, as you can see with the academics, the connections, the, the programming, and the way to just feel involved on campus, the community service that they do. Uh, all those types of things are really important. Uh, so if you're a first year student and you're not sure about universities, but all you hear about is Greek life is the partying and all the other things, you can stop that right now um, and know that this is a uh, UNL is really striving to make sure that we're supporting a community, supporting you academically and uh, in all the well-being um, areas and like your, your um, social well-being, all those different types of things. It's not just all about partying. It's about uh, community and uh, making sure that you have connection here at UNL. Uh, and I think that's just something that I really want to stress, especially for students who just hear, you know, you know, their parents might be listening to this. Uh, they hear everything in the news and all you hear about is the bad things. Uh, Greek life is doing uh, 12 times, maybe 100 times more, 100 times more, I'm going to say, good things than the bad things uh, that are happening out there here at UNL. So I really appreciate you all uh, letting us know about everything that Greek life is uh, and uh, training story life is and how to get involved with that. Uh, and hopefully our students will be able to uh, get involved. And I would be curious to see if, if any of our TRIO students are involved in, into our uh, Greek life. Our fraternity for life. Hey, Brian. Yes. 
So one of the things that I wanted to say is I'm a past TRIO um, participant. Um, so when I was in college, um, I participated in TRIO and a lot of the um, folks that I interacted with um, through TRIO were Greek. So that was the first introduction that I had into like what college Greek life was versus what the movies told me Greek life was about. And so what I will say is from those genuine interactions that I had with those folks, that was the thing that made me want to go Greek. Um, I think she's still mad because I didn't go her way, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I think that um, when, when you think about Greek life, a lot of the stereotypes that are out there, um, like Brian said, is, you know, everybody's always drinking. Um, there is, you know, I'm a, the elephant in the room. There's hazing, all of those things. Um, those things can happen and we recognize those things can happen. It's not something that we want to happen, right? Um, but we do actively work to make sure that we combat those stereotypes. Um, we make sure that there's education in our community about what are the signs? If you saw this happening, how do you report those things? If something were to happen to you, who do I go to talk to? We actively make sure that students have that information readily accessible to them to make sure those things are not happening in our community. Awesome. Well, thank you very much again. Uh, for those students that are watching on our YouTube page or Facebook, and you want to check in and get our trio points, uh, scan in on this uh, QR code. Let us know what you thought of the uh, podcast uh, slash YouTube video today. Learn about uh, also there's an opportunity in there to say, hey, I would like to learn more about XYZ resource uh, so we can bring them onto the podcast. And uh, so you can learn more about that organization or office on campus. Again, uh, if you're looking for us on um, any of our uh, social medias, we have right at UNL, UNL Trio Scholars for Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we have a Facebook group. You can use that QR code to get to that one as well. Uh, you can also search uh, Student Support Services um, on Facebook and you can find us there. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, again, I'm uh, gonna start again. That first uh, 100 people to subscribe on YouTube uh, we'll get a free academic care package uh, coming up this upcoming fall. So uh, please feel free to subscribe, uh, UNL Trio Scholars. Again, you can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify podcasts. Join us. Uh, give us a five-star rating, please. You know, I'm always trying to get more people to listen. Uh, this is, again, this is a resource for you, our students, family members, parents, whoever wants to learn more about resources on campus. I'm excited for the year. How about you all? Are you all excited? Uh, and you got, you know, last year we had COVID and now we got the Delta variant coming in, but you know, what are you excited for uh, coming back here this upcoming year? Uh, what's, what's something that's like, I can't wait for this to be back since last year, it wasn't really uh, what it was supposed to be like. I'd say this is, oh, sorry, go ahead, John. No, you're good. Go, go, go. Um, I will say this is year two for me at UNL. Um, and so year one was all COVID. <laughs> so I'm actually really excited to be in the office working with my students um, in the in the truest capacity instead of always being on Zoom. We are we are already joking about like not being on Zoom um, and being able to meet with each other and, and do this work together. I'm with you there. This is my started my second year here at UNL too. And I'm with you there. I want to I want to see this beautiful university and it's 
it's full on uh, students everywhere uh, mode. So. I think one thing I'm looking forward to that hasn't been said by Quinn and probably um, is, you know what, I, and this is cliche to say, but man, a football Saturday. I am, I'm, I'm excited for it. I mean, just kind of walking around, getting my free hot dog outside of the union, if they're still doing that and walking over to the stadium and just kind of mix and mingling and getting back in. I, I know it's super cliche, but it is, it's, there's something about a college campus and a, and a college football Saturday regardless of what school you go to, that is just part of the experience and, and, and why you're here, so. Yeah, I, I share that, uh, not only football, but just the engagement of the students around campus. There's just, I, I miss that buzz, uh, walking around campus at all hours of the day and hearing the buzz of the students, enjoying each other and enjoying the campus. And I think being able to do that physically, uh, it, it's difficult to replicate that in a virtual environment. And I'm looking forward to getting back into the real granular work uh, of being with students and doing the work of, of students. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Uh, and I, you know, now that you said talk about hot dogs, John, I'm really hungry for some hot dogs. Did you know that there is a guy out there who takes hot dogs in a machine and shoots them into the crowd? Yes. Did, is that a Nebraska thing? Because I this is the first time I've ever seen this person um, and. I just like, how do you get that job? I want to kind of apply. Um, mm -hmm. That's a beautiful thing. Yep. Oh, it's, it's, it's next to the marching band performance. That's like number one, the football team. Number two, the wiener slinger is by far the third most entertaining thing at the football stadium that you will see. <laughs> all right. Looking forward to it. Pretty impressive. <laughs> Well, again, thank you all again, uh, students out there, family members. Uh, make sure you check out Fraternity Sorority Life. Uh, I really appreciate you all. Be safe. Uh, we got two, we're at a two-week countdown here. Uh, go Big Red. Go Wi-Fi. <laughs>